Hey there, Kim Coles here, and I'm so excited to introduce you to one of the Wisdom Gifts book co-authors. I'm so excited to introduce you to Linda Feggings. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a little bit about her bio, and then we're going to have a little chat with her, and you will be delighted to meet her right now. Linda Feggings, more things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. It's a favorite quote by Linda, and she's a prayer warrior. She uses prayer, acting, writing, teaching the word of God, and strategic life skills to ignite her passion to serve and inspire others. Traveling to South Africa and Jamaica with a team doing mission work was a challenging joy for Linda. At an international women's conference in the Bahamas, Linda taught a workshop on prayer, and she has led many prayer boot camps in the city of Detroit. So she's international, y'all. <laughs> Now, as an attorney, Linda loves the challenge of oral argument in state and federal appellate courts. Linda's book, The Courage to Be First, will be released shortly. The Deborah, the Deborah Woman of Faith Award was presented to Linda from the Lydia Circle of Christian and Business Professional Women. For her service in the community, she received an award from the American Business Women's Association. Such real life characters as Eve and Sojourner Truth have been brought to life by Linda in her love of the arts on stage, y'all. A lifelong learner, Linda loves to read, dance, and empower women, empower women to take courageous faith action steps to achieve their dreams. Bring on to the stage, Linda Feggings. <laughs> Here she comes. There she is. Hello, Linda. Hello, Kim. I'm so <laughs> glad that um, we're here today. I'm so glad to have you with me today. You know, when I just read that bio, there's a lot going on there. Do I start with you being an attorney? Do I start with you traveling the world? As, as, do I start with you being a prayer warrior, warrior? Do I start with you inspiring others? You're just an amazing woman. I'm so glad that you said yes to being a part of the Wisdom Gifts book. Can we talk about why you said yes to this opportunity? I, I said yes because um, wisdom, I, it attracted me, you said the wisdom gifts. And wisdom is a gift that comes from God. Mm. And mm. he gives it and uses it in many ways. And, you know, and how, and, 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 and wisdom, you know, he says, if any person lacks wisdom, let's ask for God. And mm. wisdom is also something about insight, mm. having that insight to take your knowledge and facts and use them correctly and apply them correctly and strategically to a certain situation. And that's that is um, in the Greek word is Sophia and it's that insight discernment. So it's more than knowledge and it's more, it's about experience and all that coupled together and that extra superpower <laughs> that helps you to do the right thing at the right time that takes you higher levels of, of thinking and that cause you to overcome. And, and many people have um, used wisdom to help them overcome, to do work more effectively, whether you be in the arts, whether you be, uh, whether you have struggled to overcome a situation or, uh, and even knowing that, knowing that how important it is to show gratitude. So I just liked what what you were reflecting by that wisdom term and the gifts um, that uh, that come from the word gift, uh, yeah. being thankful, 
um, love and self-care and all the other things that involved it. But triumph was one that was for me. And I thought that I had time to tell my story. Yeah. You see, I never told this story before. You never told the story. Well, when people read this chapter, they're going to find out just how try just just listening to you right now. I can tell that you are a woman that lives in that triumphant space. But to hear about your story and you could tell a little bit now, if you would, uh, about how you have really um, stepped into that triumph and that place of wisdom as well. Would you like to yes, share? Yes. I didn't realize this was the first time you shared your story. So I'm so grateful to be to be a witness of it. Well I'm, well, I'm glad that you offered us this great opportunity and the wonderful women that encourages and those for it. And so I thank you so much because you, I took the time. At first, I wasn't going to tell it. And I said, what story could I write about wisdom? And I've always wanted to write this story. And then this time, I took the courage and step to write it. And believe me, at first, I said no. And then I said, I'm going forth with it. Um but and I won't tell you the name of the article because I might shock you. But I'll tell you this: I um, it's a story of when you grew up with um, what people might call certain defects and uh, or 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 a look that was not standard. Mm. And if and this look was a part of my face. Mm. And sometimes as a child, I was called um, may have been called some names. But it's also due to a medical condition. But people thought it was due to other things, such as maybe a fire or, or what. People didn't know what happened. But I always had a mother that was so encouraging that I could do anything. And then one day I was called the name and that name just etched in my heart. Mm. And so what happened was, but I didn't let it stay there. My mother, when I was 10, showed me a picture of a, a, a one of the first black women, female judges. And then for that, she always encouraged me that you can do anything. And I still, by the grace of God, um, uh, even though it affected me in some ways, it, it pressed me on. I still just say, OK, I'm going to do this anyway, because I love I wanted to act. Mm -hmm. Once this, I was called this name, I didn't want to act. I said, I'll be never be pretty enough to be in the movies. But I kept pursuing, even in college, pursuing the thing of starting out, uh, trying out for theater mm -hmm. and um and even to this day, I take Detroit repertory theater workshops and I've been in two showcases. Another thing is I can dance. I love to dance. I loved <laughs> entertainment. I love the arts. I shine. Um, I would um, I could dance. And I was college. I was in the sorority I was in. I would lead in. For <laughs> some reason, I was still bold. And it goes through my process of how I began to heal, um, how I found uh, different um, makeup and tools to work with, different doctors to help me, and then how I just kept pursuing my goal. And then my goal was to become a, a lawyer. I did that. I, I wanted to act I, and write and, and also to help others. Yeah. Um, and so I kept pursuing my goal despite those challenges. It's about how I triumph. How, and yeah. today I can look and smile with you and say, hey, I'm cute. <laughs> you are real cute. You are extra cute. And let, let me say this, though. I, I, I want to, you know, I'm just so impressed with whatever happened in the moment between that thing being etched in your heart and you not allowing it to settle into your soul. Do you know what I mean? So many of us have things that happened to us in childhood and adulthood and, you know, five minutes ago that are etched into our heart. But some of us allow that to 
dampen our soul and darken our soul. But what was it about you or what was it about your mother or what was it about God? Like, what was that thing that wouldn't allow you to let that stop you? Because that's the magic. That's if you could put that in a bottle, Linda. Yes. First of all, it was courage from my mom who always pressed me to do better. She would not let me shrink in any way. Yes, you have this. But, you know, she reminded me of all the assets and so forth, that I was smart, that I was this. And and if you were little looking, you and, you, and people didn't see this, you, you're, you're a beautiful girl, um, you're kind, you're loving. And she taught me to be that. And then it was God. And, and it's just like he just gave me that extra strength to always, I always had goals. I always wanted to be this. And the time that she showed me um, uh, <clears throat> Judge uh, Constance Baker Motley in the Ebony Magazine, and look at that. That was like in the 1967, the first black woman who who was a federal judge. It just I looked at her picture and I said, I can do this. And it just stayed in my heart. So, yes. And I would write out my little goal. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that and do that. And I just kept plugging on. Yes, there were challenges and sometimes and so forth. But I just uh, with with the grace of God, I guess that was his grace, just grace. his grace. Uh, and someone to push you forward. And, and then my own initiative. I had a strong initiative. My mother jokes sometimes and said, maybe that tamed you a little because you probably be flying all over. Them. She would make a joke. She would make a joke out. That was just her way because I always had a strong initiative about doing things. And also made me more want to help others. Mm-hmm. I was a type that might not speak up for myself, but I couldn't stand a bully. And I would speak up against the bullies. I would speak up to use my voice. Um, to on behalf of others and didn't want persons who um, uh, were hurting or who had who had some physical problem or emotional or because they weren't as smart. I didn't, I didn't like bullies and so forth. And I always had that compassionate attitude toward them to want to stand up for them and not let anybody hurt them. I am certain that you will continue to receive grace because you do that. God give, gave you some grace so you can help show other people that there's grace for them too. So that's amazing. There's nothing better than somebody who will fight fight against the bullies to, to fight for right. That's what, yes. you know, I'm sure that's what you went into the law for. Yes. So talk about the work that you do empowering women and traveling the world and, 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 uh, you know, empowering and entertaining and, 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 you know, helping other people to find that same light inside of them that you found inside of yourself. Talk about some of that work. Well, one of the things that I do, I'm a, I was a part of the Lydia Circle Christian Business Professional Women, and it was about missionaries. A missionary, uh, Manetta Hare, were always plan trips for us to go to Africa, South Africa, two weeks to take clothing and goods. And that time during that period was a lot of HIV and to bring goods and toys and clothes to children who had lost their parents HIV and 10 year olds raising their little baby sisters because their mother and father had perished. Mm -hmm. And so we would have prayer boot camps. I would also, I love to, um, I love to act. So I would use things, uh, some little skit that I knew. And one of my favorite characters is Sojourner Truth, you know, because Sojourner Truth was an uneducated woman, but she was tall and she was bold and she's, um, you know, one of her speeches, an educated woman is one of 100 uh, speeches that people recognize that this lady's uh, she spoke. And so I we would go to Bahamas and we would stand in a medical mission with Reverend Jackie McCullough and we would have a prayer line and we brought medical uh, uh, skills and doctors and 
it was doctors and dentists who would come to give treatment to people who had not never seen a doctor or they hadn't had their teeth done. And we, but part of the service we would offer is for them to have prayer and so forth. Because I wasn't a doctor, but I would uh, stand in the prayer line to pray over those, pray over persons who would come and you would see they were very, very um, thankful. And because I was American, you know, even the elderly women would say, yes, ma'am. And I would say, no, I say, yes, ma'am, to you. You, I should respect you. And you see many came with no legs, people carry them and so forth. And so that was important to us to serve over there. And even here in Detroit, though, we would go down to Cass Corridor, take warm blankets and, um, and clothes and hats and gloves to those who lived in Cass Corridor. Many of them then lived in shelters or didn't have a place to do so. And then the other thing I do is that I do, um, I have taught at some workshops about, you know, uh, uh, for women, about issues with, with women. I like to teach and I love to entertain. I've done the character Eve and, you know, just I wrote it about Eve. Uh, her position is being, you know, we want to blame Eve for everything, but you have to look at from her position as the mother, the mother of all, and to see her, and then that's Sir Journey Truth. You yes. know, she said, "What's all this going here now? <laughs> it looks like something going on pretty soon." You know, she would she would talk, and she says she would say, "Look at that white man over there. He say women ain't supposed to, uh, we ain't supposed to honor women because God, Jesus Christ, wasn't a woman." Well, I want to know, where did your Christ come from? Oh. Where did your Christ come from? From God and a woman. <laughs> Man ain't had nothing to do with it. And she told them, and she went on, she would call them out. It was dynamic. I, I'm just doing a little quickie version, but I love her because of her courage. <laughs> you need to do this again. Is this your one-woman show? Do you do it in Detroit every <laughs> once in a while? I would like to have one. Oh, I think if you're determined enough to do it, and I know you are, I would absolutely want to sit in the front row and see Eve and Sojourner Truth. I, I love that you've chosen two power powerhouses just like you. Mm -hmm. Thank just you. Like you. Um, I'm so inspired by you and your spirit and your energy. And I'm so, you know, you, you, you're such a perfect example of someone who, you know, when you look in from one perspective, you would say, I've been given this challenge. I've been given, as you said, this difficulty or, or I didn't, um, uh, you know, step up to this or look in this particular standard, right. Or fit into this particular standard. And you've taken all of that and you've done so much with your life that that's what really matters. And, and I hope that that's what people see when they uh, see you, when they see the work that you're doing and when they support you in the work that you're doing, uh, that's what I wish for you. What's next for you? Linda. Well, I oh I have my book, The Courage to Be First, yes. and it's going to be released in September. And it's about it started with some women in the Bible who they were going to be left out of getting land in the promised land because their father had died and they were women. Mm -hmm. And, that, you know, women didn't inherit land, but they got they were bold enough to join together and to go before Moses. So that's my book. And I and I take it farther to show how to, in today's woman we can apply what they did to our lives to overcome situations and also to have the courage to take re risk and have the faith take faith steps to achieve your goal or purpose maybe you feel stuck and and you always wanted to you had a dream of starting a business or writing a book or doing a 
taking some other particular act and you didn't do it because you felt like you couldn't or or it's just time has passed or you've been a failure in the past. I want them to know that they can, that you don't have to stay stuck in any place that um, you that they can do it, that they yes, they it might not be easy, but it's it's possible. Oof. I love it. Linda, thank you so much for lending your voice to this to this chapter, to this book, lending your voice and your chapter to this book for creating this other book, for creating your one woman show. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> I will come to Detroit and sit in the front row. Hear me? And, That's good. And, and putting out all this positive and possible energy into the world. We need you more than ever. I'm so glad that God granted you the grace uh, to be able to have this this power within you. Thank you so much. The world is better because you hear Linda Fagans. Hear me? Thank you. And I want to thank you for extending this opportunity to women so that they may um, also tell their story so that their voices may heard. And I want to thank you for your encouragement and your compassionate spirit that you have extended to us and, and the opportunities that you have provided to many women and especially me. And so I want to thank you, Kim. And, and we won't forget Dr. Jack. <laughs> well, he's behind the scenes, making sure that it all moves just smoothly and beautifully and holding space for, for the, for the message that we had, the bigger message that we have for the bigger audience. Right. So right. thank you for co-authoring co and co-partnering with me in this. And, and we're not done yet. I'm not done with you yet, Linda. First row. I'm going to be sitting in the first row. Okay. See you <laughs> there. You so See you there. Thank you all so much. This has been Linda Fagans and Kim Coles. Uh, more to come. Click below to get more information on Linda and so much more. Thank you.